Welcome to the Higher Life Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Erin. I'm going to help you understand the psychology of taking everything in your life to the next level, to go higher. Because when you transform your mind, you will transform your life. I'm here to help you level up your confidence, your success, your mental toughness, your income, influence, and impact, your health, happiness, joy, and relationships. It's not magic, it's science, and I'm obsessed with it. Let's go. Welcome to The Higher Life. Hello, everyone. I'm Dr. Erin, the success psychologist and your high-performance mentor and the CEO of The Higher Life, where we help you elevate everything in your life. Today, let's talk about fear, baby. Let's talk about fear, baby. Let's talk about all the good things and the bad things that might be. Let's talk about fear. Okay, so last time I checked, the definition of being an entrepreneur is creating new stuff that's never been there and continually growing and continually evolving for the rest of your life. So if that's the definition of being an entrepreneur, it's going to be a problem if we don't figure out how to have a relationship with fear. Because here's the part about the definition of being a human that's going to bump up with that if we don't kind of contend with it. So part of being a human is having a brain and a brain's job, one of, a brain, one of the brain's jobs is to protect us from failure, from rejection, from uh, wasting our time, our money, from looking like a fool. And so every time we venture outside of our comfort zone, every time we embark on something new that we've never done before, every time we pursue a goal that we've never achieved before, there is something that happens that the brain does to try to keep us safe and protected. And it is called the resistance. So our brain says, whoa, 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 Nellie, just a second there before you go and make yourself look like a fool. Let me help protect you and tell you that you should not do this thing that you've never done before because, well, we don't have any evidence that it's going to be a good thing. So, okay. If the definition of being an entrepreneur is trying new things, and then the definition of being human is when you try new things, you're going to experience fear. We need to figure out how are we going to reckon with fear? So one of just the greatest mentors that I follow, Robin Sharma, he says this, we are most alive when we are closest to our fears. Oh my goodness. That just Oh, I don't know how we feel about this, right? He also says comfort is dangerous. Well, we hear this, like everything good happens outside your comfort zone, but you know that when you get outside your comfort zone, it's uncomfortable. And so are you telling me I have to be okay with being uncomfortable the rest of my life? Kind of. Okay. So why is our comfort zone so dangerous? It's because if we are not growing and evolving over our lifetime, we are not fully expressing our lives, right? We are not fully being all of our highest self. So comfort is dangerous because it smothers our boldness. It smothers our aliveness. 
it smothers our bigness. So if we know all this, and then by the way, we know that being uncomfortable is where the magic happens. So we know that discomfort actually accelerates growth. Discomfort accelerates growth. Okay. That means we are going to have to have a healthy relationship with fear. So this is what I want us to practice around our fear. First of all, when your fear pops up, I want you to imagine inviting it in. Imagine fear is like knocking on your door, knock, knock. And you're like, who's there? And fear's like, it's me again. I know you're up to awesome things in the world. So I'm coming around again. (laughs) I want you to what's called go with the resistance. And I want you to invite fear in. I want you to imagine saying, come on in, have a seat. What would you like? Coffee, tea, sparkling water, have a seat. Let's have a chat. And I want you to imagine having a conversation that looks something like this and asking some questions of fear that could be really useful. So you might ask fear something like this. First of all, whose voice said that? So imagine me like looking around the room and saying, who said that? So some of your fears are simply from past learning, past conditioning, past things that have been modeled for you around the thing that you're now becoming fearful about that you didn't even give your permission to or invite in. It's unwelcome. It's it's not even true. You're like, oh, oh, I know where I got that. That's what my dad said. Or, oh, my, oh, I know where I got that fear. That's what my sister said. Or whose voice is that? Often for me, it's like Satan's voice. It's like, well, that, that negative thought, that fear-based thought, must be from Satan because God would never send me that thought. So I want you to first say like, who said that? Whose voice is that speaking? Because often you're like, oh, it's not even my voice. Okay. And what happens is you're going to understand that the believability of that fear, the intensity of the fear can radically decrease by just observing the fear. So Another question you could ask is, all right, come on, sit down. What would you have me know? What do you want me to know so that you can go away? So I'll listen to you and then you can go away. And so you're having this dialogue with fear. It's like, what are you here to tell me? Okay, well, let's say fear shows up when I am getting ready to go speak on stage. And I used to be terrified of public speaking and now I'm a keynote speaker. Okay, so obviously things have changed. So now if I start to feel a little bit of fear or rumbling in my tummy, I'll say, oh my gosh, what? Oh, you always come around. You're trying to protect me from, you know, embarrassing myself on stage. Oh, I am no longer worried about that because I am a trained speaker. I know that this is what I love. And actually those butterflies in my stomach Those I've learned are the same exact feelings of excitement. Oh, I'm actually not terrified. I'm excited. (laughs) Okay. So that's an example from me, but you can ask your fear. Like, what, what are you here to tell me? I'm listening. I'm all ears. Tell me. You can also ask it like, is there a pattern to you? You will start to notice that the same negative thoughts and the same fears will show up in similar situations. So maybe it's 
every time I decide to invest in my next mentor, my brain has a heyday with it and says, this is a waste of money. You're never going to make it. What, what are you doing? What, really? You're going to spend more money on this dream. Like my fear might show up like that. And I might notice, oh, I always notice that you come around when I'm making big moves in my business. And now I've learned, oh, that makes sense because I'm an entrepreneur and it makes sense that resistance shows up and will show up forever. And so I don't need to listen to that voice. I don't need to engage with that voice like it is true. So first part of having this relationship with fear is saying, come on in. It's like this idea of what we resist persists. The same is true with our feelings. And so whatever we say we can't have in terms of our feelings, like I, I can't, I don't want to be sad. I don't want to be angry. I can't, no, oh no, I can't be anxious. Oh no, it's getting worse. Oh no, I, I can't handle it if it gets worse. Oh no, that actually feeds the beast. It's like it makes it worse. So it's like we're living in opposite land. You want to say, come on in fear, sit down, tell me what you want me to know. A second thing I want you to understand is that feelings are just information. Let me take the just out. Feelings are information. And so feelings are actually super helpful. Anger, you might say, that is not a helpful feeling. I don't ever want to feel angry because it just feels so awful to feel angry. No, Anger is actually really informational in the sense of it's often an indicator of some place where you want to take action. So anger is often a great motivator to be an activator, to, to activate people into taking action about the thing that they're agitated about. Jealousy, you might be like, oh, no, that's definitely a bad feeling. No, jealousy is just information. Jealousy says Ding, ding, ding. This means this is what I want. Oh, okay. Got it. So if I'm feeling jealous of her, that just means I'm going to get really curious about, I wonder what she did because I want what she has. And I wonder if I could do that too. Let me go and get busy figuring out how I can also have that success or that thing that I desire. So jealousy is information that oh, that just means I want something. Okay. So this ability of not labeling fear as bad and as information will be super, super helpful for you. So before we wrap up today, I want you just to consider like, what is your biggest fear in your business? You know, if we look at the greatest fears, the most common fears people have, they're pretty common and pretty similar. And it's either probably going to be you're fearful of failure or you're fearful of rejection or you're fearful of being criticized or ridiculed, or you're actually fearful of the success. So fear of failure, let's just set this one totally to decide and deal with this for the rest of your life. I'm going to give you a gift today because I want you to understand that if there is learning, there is no failure. If that were true, you know, as long as I'm learning and growing, there is no failure, then we can just take that off the table. This whole idea of like, is it ever going to happen? And what if I fail? 
why don't we just take that off the table once and for all and say, no, I don't define failure that way. If I'm learning, I'm always growing. So I've already decided and understand that there is no potential for failure. Okay, so we resolved that one. And by the way, we know that failure actually will also accelerate your growth if you choose to look at it from that vantage point of, huh, that did not work. What can I do different next time? I mean, constantly learning and pivoting and shifting is a great growth accelerator. Okay. Fear of ridicule. Okay. Here's the thing. You will be ridiculed. So some fears we cannot say, oh, just don't worry about that. No, you will have a target on your back. You will be ridiculed. You will be envied. You will be a walking projection of other people's fears and insecurities. Because when you go and do the thing that you want to do, you will trigger in other people, oh my gosh, I have not been able to do that. So what I want you to know about this is your rise and your ascent into success will be accompanied by your rising up of your identity your rising up of your emotional mastery, and then the rising up of your self-leadership, your confidence, your sense of self. And so while you will still be a human and those things might hurt you, they won't destroy you. You will rise up into your ability to handle those kind of situations and to move much more quickly through them. So I think I always thought that leadership meant like a good leader meant I wasn't going to get emotional. And I quickly learned that's not true at all. A great leader probably is a great leader because they are still allowing themselves to feel emotions. But if I am a human being and always will be, then that means I will experience emotions. And so if I'm a leader, I'm going to have emotions. So What does a good leader do with their emotions? The idea here is a great leader. It's not that they're not feeling emotions. It's that they're managing their emotions with much more mastery. So I've heard it said that leadership is just signing up for more sophisticated problems. Don't you love that definition? And so if that's the case, then it's like, oh, what used to kind of take me out for two days only takes me 25 minutes to get over now. You're going to build up your resistance. You're going to build up your, what I call your bounce back ability. And, you know, I want you to understand that even though the ridicule will come or the target will be on your back, you'll be able to handle it because you'll have risen up into that level of success. Okay. Fear of rejection. Oh, you will be rejected. And again, you will have the fortitude to handle that. And you will also understand that some of that rejection is okay, because as you rise into success, you will understand that not everyone is a credible source of how well you're doing. You will have a better boundaried understanding of who gets your energy, who gets your time, et cetera. And then the last one is a doozy, fear of success. Why would we fear success? The thing that we want the most, why would this be actually the biggest fear that humans have? It's because we know what comes with success. We know success requires a lot of hard work. We are worried that once we have success, can we sustain it? Can we keep it going? Are we going to burn out? 
all of those things. This is why I take such a stand for high performance mentorship, because high performance means you don't burn out. You learn how to be successful in a way that you can sustain for 30, 40 years. And so again, leadership is just more sophisticated problems. So as you climb the ladder of success, you're going to add to your toolbox this ability to manage the new, you know, the new opportunities, the new opportunities for growth, the new challenges that success will present to you. But let me share with you as we end, what if instead of fearing all of those things, what if your greatest fear was never getting to know all that you truly are? That actually is my greatest fear, that I won't fulfill my potential, that I won't co-create with God all that I know that we together are here to co-create. That's my biggest fear. And that's a really motivating kind of fear. That's a healthy kind of fear that keeps me going, that pulls me forward, that is my vision and my motivation and my discipline for the things that I do. It's this idea that I am scared of never getting to know all that I truly am. Try on that fear. I can't wait to hear from you all about how this changes your relationship with fear because it's not going away, but your relationship with it can be so different and so much more meaningful and so much less painful. And uh, I hope this added massive value to you. Bye everyone. If you know someone who needs to hear this, please share it with them. Send them an email, a text, a DM on social media, screenshot it, share it in your stories, and tag me at Dr. Erin Oaksel. Also, if this has helped you, taught you, inspired you, please keep the five-star reviews coming over on Apple Podcasts. That will help new people find the show and live their higher life. And last but not least, I invite you to go grab my number one best-selling book, Mind Your Own Business, at DrAaronBook.com. Get all of my proven strategies to train your brain for unstoppable success in just 21 days. Again, go to DrAaronBook.com. Thank you so much for listening. Now go claim what is yours, the higher life.